Hello, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. Today, we have the third and final part of our series with Dawn from Wish to Wander Travel. First and foremost, I'd like to apologize in advance for my audio on this episode. I have no idea what happened, and thankfully, Dawn sounds nice and clear, but I'm a little bit muffled and distorted, so just to give you a warning in advance, I had all my settings the same way the first two episodes, and for some reason, this one just did not come through the same way, so apologize for that. As mentioned in the previous two episodes, this third and final part of the series is a little bit more fun. We still provide important and useful information and advice, but we just go into some fun things as well. Things like how and who to tip, getting the most out of your all-inclusive resort, including new experiences and things to try, and other fun tips. After loading you with a ton of information on the first two episodes, we really wanted to just kind of lighten things up a little bit and talk about the most exciting part of your destination wedding, actually experiencing it. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. Okay, so uh, part one and two were all about really trying to find the perfect resort for you and tips and tricks on how to do that. And then part two was more specifically talking about, you know, those individual brands and chains and what they have to offer and what differentiates themselves from each other. So part three is all about some more fun extras, you know, kind of some tips that we can give to people listening just for traveling in general. But also if you have any like funny stories to share, which I'm sure that you do about certain couples or experiences that you've had with working in destination weddings and anything else that, you know, that we think might be beneficial to listeners just um, to make their trip, you know, even more elevated and enjoyable. I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) So I think one area to start that we should definitely talk about is tipping because a lot of people are like, okay, I think we should be tipping. Like how much, why does it matter? You know, any advice you have on that? So tipping absolutely elevates your experience because specifically like at the resort, when you're purchasing drinks and you plan on like staying at a bar for like all night long, or you like, if you have like a big wedding group, I've seen it so many times where like, like we're, I've learned to be huge tippers. Like if we'll, sometimes I'll just like give like a a big chunk of money. Like if I know I'm going to stay at that bar for like the entire night. Um, and then they'll just like, just go and make sure like you are taken care of your friends are taken care of. Um, it's amazing. Or sometimes we'll dip, we'll tip like, you know, $1, $2 per drink that we order. And again, they're like the, the people that um, are serving you, whether it's in Mexico, Dominican Republic, Jamaica, they're like, they are all about that tip money. And they see you bringing out, you know, your tips, then they're going to make sure that your service is definitely elevated. It's, it's a, it's definitely a key. And that goes too for like, housekeeping for like, I, I, I purposely like, will make sure that my housekeeper, you know, I leave her money like, or he on the, on the end ta- or like on the end table, or if I see her, I will give it to her directly. And she definitely makes sure like my room is, you know, well taken care of and, and so forth. So tips definitely go a long way to elevate your experience. I highly recommend it. Yeah. That makes me think of an idea that would be good to talk about is just like, 
from the moment you land in Mexico or whatever destination you're in to the time you leave. Personally, this this is who I plan on tipping throughout the process. So yeah. I typically tip the transfer company that's bringing me to the resort. I if most of the time with all inclusive resorts, they also have like a concierge or bellman who is going to take their luggage for you and also bring it to your room once you're checked in. I usually tip them. Any if they if they have like 24-hour room service, anything like that, you know, a couple dollars here and there for that situation. Like you said, room service, bar staff, like you said also with if you're going to be, you know, hanging out at the swim bar all day or the lobby bar before dinner for a couple hours. And then your transfer back to the resort. Um, I also tip the the transfer company um, once I get to the resort as well. Am I missing anybody? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I essentially, I mean, I we, we've tipped people like if you have like an omelet station, for example, and they're like cooking your omelet, we even tip, tip those people. Mm. Like, so just anybody that's like giving you extra service that um, like if you're in contact with them and you feel like, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll be lost at the resort and somebody will, you know, show you around or oh, like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll even tip those people too. So it's the butlers that help you. Um, it's anybody that I'm in contact with at the resort, like the staff that make your trip just extra special. Yeah. I mean, they do it. They do it because, you know, obviously that's their, they're trained to do it that way or whatever, but also it like just goes an extra appreciation for the service that they do offer. Yeah. Also, if, if you're not aware too, you can use American dollars as well. So my, my tip, my tip on tipping is usually to just get a bunch of like ones and fives, you know, a couple of tens. You don't have to worry about exchanging them or anything like that. And yeah, just have them kind of with you at various points of, you know, going out and about at the resort. Exactly. Yep. We, I always have like money in my pocket or in my beach bag, um, wherever I'm walking around at the hotel, I make sure I have like singles and fives on me at all times. And that does bring up a good point. Like we do get that question. Like, do you have to exchange money? Um, I never have used an exchange money service for Mexico, Dominican Republic, or Jamaica. Like I always bring USD. Sometimes I come back with like pesos in return or whatever, but it's very limited. Most of the time they're going to pay you back with the USD if you purchase something in cash or a USD that you, sometimes you'll get pesos back, but um, more than not, you'll get USD back. Um, for yeah. your I think that'll be really helpful. It's funny just how often I get asked that. Like, yeah, I think it's just, especially if you haven't been there, you it's kind of a unique situation where you you don't really know right. what the expectation is until you're there and nobody right. wants to I think I think so many couples ask because they want to be respectful and they want to make sure that they are, you know, servicing these staff in the right way. So, yeah. And I think a lot of resorts will put on their website too that um, being an all-inclusive resort that, you know, your food, your drinks, your entertainment and gratuity is included. And so it does say like gratuity is included in there. So you're not like obligated to do it, but this is just a way to like have more of an ex like elevated experience. Um, it definitely shows. And, you know, I'll see people like I just when I travel with different people and they don't know that rule like or that like. I guess, proper etiquette. And you can kind of tell like, you know, the difference between something that's tipping or not tipping. So if you, if you feel like, you know, you're, you know, like you're not getting served <laughs> before somebody else, you know, it, it might be that reason. So make sure to bring the singles at the bar with you. Yeah. Do you like bring stuff to the beat or like the swim up bar or something? 
do you have a little contraption that you keep that in or you just keep it by your like beach stuff on your on your lounge chair and go back to get it oh that's a good question well when i'm traveling with my husband he's in charge with the tip money and that's always <laughs> but if i'm traveling by myself yeah i'll just have it in my beach bag or i have like a you know one of those little lululemon little you know things mm -hmm. or whatever at all times and then i'll just you know if yeah. I, so yeah, if I'm at the pool on the beach, I'm at, I have it in my beach bag. If I'm walking around the resort, I'll just have something like that, like in my purse or whatever the case is. Yeah. That just reminds me that I need to get something like that because that's always like, I, you know, you pack so lightly when you go yeah. and then you don't think about those like little, cause a lot of people don't like walk around the resort with a purse or exactly. anything because they don't need it, but you do, yeah. you know, want to have a little bit of something. Those are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like the best. You don't have to get it at Lululemon because I know those are like a little pricier, but they have them everywhere. I, I got one at Altered State or Altered State a month ago or so, but they're everywhere really. So highly recommend them. Yeah. And they're super tiny. Like some of them are larger or whatever, but you can get like the tiny ones. That's actually just perfect for like your phone and for, um, you know, maybe your cash or whatever that you want to pack. That's all you need to bring around is your phone and your cash and you're good to go. What else yeah. what would you need? And it's, it's nice like during travel too, cause that's what you can use to like put your passport and like any yeah. IDs and stuff in. And then once you get to the resort, you can put that stuff like in the safe and then just use yeah. it, you know, around the resort for stuff that you need. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So another thing that I think we would be fun to talk about is something that you had mentioned with trying different foods that you would normally shy away from. What's your advice there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think you're when you're at an all inclusive and it, it's kind of a mind blowing experience at first is when you go sit down at a restaurant, you think, OK, I'm just going to order one entree, like maybe an appetizer and a dessert. My advice is like if especially if you're like willing to go like on a limb and like, oh, I never experienced like bone marrow. Like, seriously, we had that the other day and I was like, oh, it's creepy. But, uh, you know, I wasn't willing to do it. But if you're willing to do something <laughs> like that, you know, maybe order another entree that like you for sure would eat just in case so it's not like you're sitting at an american restaurant and you're paying for it like this is already paid for the waiters the staff they expect you to do this or it, they're not going to like look at you like oh my gosh can you save some other food from other for other people please <laughs> just just order it and it, it's amazing i i will tell you like my husband he literally we went we went to Majestic Elegance last month. He ordered every entree on the menu. I'm not even kidding you. And they kept bringing him food and bringing him food. And it was like, okay, so he really fell in love with, I think it was the muscles, I want to say. Okay, give me more muscles, more mm. muscles. Like they were happily, happily um, serving him the muscles because, you know, it's like we, we you're telling other people, like, you got to try the muscles at this restaurant now. Like it's, it's an amazing experience. And then of course we end it, like he ends it with a big tip because, you know, they were bringing them food all the time. So, I mean, it really elevates the experience when like you, you find that food that you really like, which kind of brings me to another point. It's like when people, food is always subjective, right? I mean, we, we talk about that all the time. And when, so like, if you're staying for three nights, you may not have the opportunity to experience like every restaurant that they offer. And sometimes you go to a restaurant and you're like, okay, they served me this and I hated that. You know, and like all of a sudden, like the food at this restaurant or at this resort is terrible. It's not necessarily the case. It's just the the the, the entree that you had that day you didn't particularly like. And that's why 
we encourage people to just, you know, like go, go to different restaurants that you probably wouldn't even consider order more than one entree. Um, don't be afraid to do that. And that's going to really give you the taste of what all of that, all of the dining opportunities and, and foods from around the world that you can get at that specific resort. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think some people also don't know, like most of these resorts don't have American sized dishes. <laughs> so, you know, if you're, if you're like, if the, the wait staff is like, do you want an appetizer? Do you want two appetizers? It's not because they are trying to like force feed you a bunch of food. It's because they know that it's smaller portions and they do want you, like you said, to kind of experience as much as you can with that, which, you know, whatever restaurant they choose. So I promise you, if you order like two or three appetizers, it's not going to be like you're going to be stuffed from that. Like there'll be there'll be smaller portions um, and even the entrees too. like I will say there are, you know, some entrees that are larger and you might you might be full after that. But I think it's it's really fun to just experience new things and that's food included, you know. So like you said, maybe go with something that you think you probably will like, but then also try the sea bass or the, you know, <laughs> octopus or whatever, just to say that you did. Why not? Yeah, exactly. What was it? What were they serving at the the ones that like slide down your throat? Was it, it's not sardines. Uh, what is it? The It's not clams, but it's oysters. Oysters. Not a fan. Oh, yeah. No, I did try that one time. Never again. Oh, my gosh. It was the most disgusting thing ever. <laughs> I, yeah, I have as well. My sister, of course, Dustin and I were staying a hotel in Chicago and she met us out she lives down there and she, you know neither of us had tried it before and she's like you just have to you know you have to blah 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 I think they were over a hundred dollars and we both had one and we're like that was not worth it <laughs> seriously but it was a hundred dollars we were like downtown Chicago yeah Oh my, okay. So that's a reason if you're going to try an oyster, try it at an all-inclusive Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> paid for that oyster. <laughs> and she ate the rest of it. Like she, yeah, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I, bet, yeah, I think so. <laughs> to me, it tastes like you're eating lake water, but it's a personal <laughs> preference, I think. Ugh. For sure. Definitely a lot of slime entailed in that. <laughs> well, and now I'm thinking, what is the difference between oysters and mussels? Because I thought they were pretty oh, similar. Mussels are good. No, they are like they're not. They don't. Gosh, I can eat a muscle. I can eat mussels all day long. Those things are so good. They're, the texture is just a little bit different. Like yes, they're both obviously in a shell, um, but the texture it's like you're not like with an oyster. You're like it. You're like opening up the shell and it slips down your throat almost. Where an oyster or where um, a mussel, you're like picking it with a fork, and you know like you actually can chew it. You know it's. Is it's, it like a um, like a scallop texture? Yeah, I probably would say it's okay. like a texture. Yeah, yeah. I there. Yeah, it's definitely a texture thing. That's the, that would be the difference. Oh my gosh! Well, now I need to try mussels because yeah. I just thought they were like oysters this whole time. Mm -hmm. No, they're super good. I I love them. Yeah. And okay. I good to know. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this episode to bring you to today's sponsor, Love Stream, the easiest way to live stream your wedding. 
Lovestream is the only full-service wedding livestream company specifically built for weddings. If you're trying to find a way to include guests that won't be able to attend your destination wedding, Lovestream is the perfect way to do so. Not only do they live stream your wedding, but they can also build you a custom website, offer real human support, meet with you virtually to plan details, test equipment during a tech rehearsal, and produce your wedding remotely on your wedding day. They do it all so you don't have to. If you are interested in learning more, head to the link in our show notes to check them out. If you're interested in booking through Lovestream, make sure to use code BREEZY10 for 10% off the package you purchase. And by using my link, I will get a small kickback as well. And thank you to Lovestream for sponsoring. The next tip that I think is worth mentioning is another one that you had put in here is bring a Yeti or really any large mug to hold your drinks. <laughs> yes, that has a lid and keeps your drink cold. Those are two important things. And like I, you know, when they'll, they'll serve you and sometimes they'll give you like, it depends on the resort, but generally it's like on a hurricane glass or some kind of like plastic glass if you're in the pool or if you're you're out at, um, at like the lobby bar, it's going to be in an actual glass glass. But my biggest thing is if you're at the pool or if you're at the beach, like you're going to be like out in the hot sun and that drink is going to melt before you can put it down. I, I I promise you that. So like a Yeti or some kind of insulated cup is like, keeps it cool. Like the whole time or cold, like Yetis, like we can have like many, many times I've like not finished a drink and then put it down in my room, woke up the next morning and the ice is still in there. Yeah. That's cold. It keeps your drink. It's amazing. And the cover is super important because people are like splashing all over the place and like it keeps the pool and the ocean water out. You know, who wants the, who wants pool water to flavor your drink? Right. Yeah. Um, I, re I remember I was just at a wedding and the bride and groom, you know, they had the, the, they were at the reception at the time and they were dancing on the dance floor and people were bringing them drinks from the bar so they could just keep on dancing. They were having like the time of their life. And I'm watching as they're dancing, the, the drink just splashed like out of the cup. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually, I bought them Yetis to give them as a gift. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm giving them their Yetis like right now. And like they, so I talked to them maybe two weeks ago and and um, just to catch up or whatever, see how they were doing. They, they she was literally holding that Yeti still in her oh hand. My God. She goes, I don't think I left this Yeti out of my hand since then. <laughs> they're just, they're awesome. But yeah, so I highly, you know, it's, they work great too as like a favor for your, um, you know, bridal party or whatever. You can get them engraved. You can do so much with them. There's, it's, it's probably the most perfect like wedding gift you can give your bridal party when you're going to a destination wedding. That is exactly what I was going to say about those is not only for you and your fiance, but for your wedding party, which I know that sometimes they can get a little bit pricey. Like if you do the engraving, especially yep. with like the name brand thing. So, right. you know, if it's a little too costly, that's okay. But for sure, bring it or get one for you and your fiance. And then just tell your guests to get their own if you don't want to have it be their, their <laughs> right. party present. But I we did that for our wedding party and there were like two people who forgot it I think and they went to the gift shop and bought one for like yeah. $40 something ridiculous but yeah. it was like it was still worth it for them to have it and they just you know were really bummed that they forgot the one that we had paid for so they didn't have to spend $40 on a new one but um it, it's also just like less trips up to the bar too you know sometimes like the like swim up bar can be so busy and yeah. you're you can be waiting for a while even if the service staff is going as fast as they can so then when you're getting the little 
glasses that they offer, you can sometimes finish those in like five minutes, you know, if you're hot and like it's super sunny and everything. So those like 32 ounce mugs can really hold you for longer (laughs) without having to go back to the bar too. So that's a great point. Yep. Last thing we have on here is not being afraid to try new activities like hobby cats, paddle boarding, cooking classes, etc. Do you have anything to add for that? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it kind of goes with the whole food situation. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you, you know, it's included. So you might as well try it, you know, like kind of get over your fears a little bit. And, um, you know, if like you've always wanted to try snorkeling, um, that was me probably, I think, gosh, it's been seven years ago. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I had a big, huge fear of deep water. Like it was always in me, like, that's super scary. I'm going to drown. I'm going to die. Like very, as soon as I go in that water. And so I went snorkeling and I'm like, okay, I had like the little life jacket on or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm with a bunch of different people. They're going to keep me safe. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, I will snorkel anytime I go somewhere, like wherever I go. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, it is amazing. It's such an amazing experience. And, you know, I think like once you, once you do it, like you're not going to like hardly anybody is going to say like, Oh, you know, I regret trying it or whatever, because it's like something you tried. If you don't like it, that's okay too. You know, you know that now you tried it, you know, and you didn't like it or you tried it and you absolutely love it. Um, you know, another thing was paddleboarding. I, I distinctively remember like, like the paddleboarding in a different country is way better. Like, well, at least for us, I mean, we live in Wisconsin, you're paddleboarding on a freaking lake. Right. And it's like, <laughs> like a, it's not beautiful. And B it's like, tends to be like, you know, uh, really, um, you know, uh, wavy and so forth. So it's harder to paddleboard. And like, we've, like, we've gone on, um, Pewaukee Lake. And I remember just falling like 500 times, you know, it's like, this is not fun. But if you like, so, you know, I had an opportunity to paddleboard in Maroma Beach. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've been there before, um, but like just super still water, clear as day. And like, there's fish everywhere. And like, it's just, it was such a great experience to like, A, not fall off my paddleboard every five seconds and B, <laughs> like see these fish, like just floating underneath you in the in the clear still water i mean it was it was amazing so again i always go back like try you know is you know get yourself like out of your shell and just try it because it's included you know most of the time like you are surrounded by people that are going to make sure you're having a good time or helping you or making you feel safe It, it you know you i just don't think anybody would regret it yeah i that's exactly how i felt about it too because um i had always wanted to snorkel or deep sea dive for a while but I I was the same way I was like I just I don't know like I'm nervous about getting in the ocean and you know all this stuff but um on our anniversary trip actually just in April I was like we're doing this like I I scheduled the excursion without even telling him what we were doing because I knew part of it was snorkeling and it was um a trip to Isla Mujeres so it was in the water between Playa Mujeres and Isla Mujeres and oh my gosh I like you I think if I'm presented the opportunity to snorkel in the future now, I'm going to just take it every time because I was still, I'm not going to lie. I was still a little bit nervous at first. You're still in the open water, which some people, I think that's a pretty common fear for a lot of people, Yeah, but it was totally worth it. And in that specific area, there's like the man-made, uh, Oh, you're talking about the museum? No, in, in the water something, the Mayans, they're like statues underwater. That's what you're talking about. It's the underwater museum. Oh, that's what they call it? 
Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, the underwater. Yeah. Oh, okay. All the statues. Um, that, that's right yeah. in that area. Yeah. And then there's like a current that that kind of like just takes you along anyway. So it's like, you know, at first I was scared to like have to swim. I mean, I can swim, but I was still just like nervous to navigate the water and everything. Yeah. And I will say like the like the vest and flippers that they give you yeah. are still, you know, it kind of takes a minute to like get used to it and like kind of yeah. let it, but you just have to like relax and just let, let the current take you and let you ride. And it was so fun. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, and then now I'm thinking next time I'm near like Tulum area, like I want to snorkel with sea turtles. I want, like, I just want, <laughs> I'm just looking at all the next opportunities that I can get back. I really oh, yeah. think it would be really cool to deep sea dive. And I haven't done that yet, which would be even more of a fear to conquer, I think, but 100%. yeah, I don't know if I'm that gutsy yet. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of settled with my, my snorkeling. Era. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I've seen, I've seen really cool things. Um, I don't know. I, I think like if I, if it doesn't, it's not quite on my bucket list. I'll just say that. And I think like another, um, we, we talked about the museum, the underwater museum, a couple of things that kind of came to mind. And like, so when you go on an excursion, I think it's super cool because a lot of like excursions that we recommend, they'll always throw in something cool, like into it as part of it. And like, so uh, we went to Dreams Vista about a, uh, July 4th, it was, and they offer a shuttle to the mall. And we retook the last shuttle to the back from the mall and another key little point is always when you're going on a boat, always wear a swimming suit. Um, so, cause we were just going to the mall who know, who knew that we were going to be, have the opportunity to jump in the water. And so they took us to like this area where like, you know, you know, that area, it has the most beautiful water. Like, you, you can put your eyes on and they were like, okay, who, you know, who wants to jump in? And they literally anchored boat or anchored the boat for like 30 minutes. And whoever had a swimming suit and wanted to jump in, you know, like we were just jumping off the boat. It was incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, like it was so fun. And you know, just the, just the spontaneousness of the whole experience, I think like really kind of made it even cooler, you know? And then we also did like the, um, that also that same tour that you were talking about, and they were like, they offered us like you could take the boat back or like the the boat back to like the docking station or you could stay on the boat for an extra few hours. And like I was trying to convince I was with my girls and I was like, let's just stay on the boat. I mean, like we you know, like it just was going to be fun, whether we just like chill out or whatever. And um, it took them a little bit of coaxing, but we ended up being like we jumped in that water. Like, again, it's like the prettiest water you've ever seen. And like we just kept di diving off of the boat like the for the whole two hours and then swimming through the water, climbing back up. I mean, it was it was probably an experience. It was definitely an experience I will never forget. I mean, it was so fun. Yeah. Love those a little extra things to like make your trip just that much better. Yeah, really. And I think what's really like, you know, some people will go into it not knowing which ones to do or try. Um, but just know that whoever, whatever rep that you work with that is at the hotel or the resort, they know which ones are worth it to go. You know, there, there's a lot of them and they won't recommend something that they don't personally think would be a good experience, especially, you know, they're taking into account like the age the ages of the people that are going and you know what exactly you want to see and everything like that so yeah, yeah they definitely know how to like cater it to to what you're looking for and also make it just make sure it's a really good experience and yeah that's a great point too like stay away from the people that are on the beach trying to sell you their tours because you like the resort is almost like you know 
referring you to the people that are at the resort selling those tours, which, you know, they recommend them. Those people that are on the beach trying to sell you and like negotiating a price with you. Like, I don't care if it's 20 bucks cheaper. Don't do it. Like spend $20 and go to one that, you know, it's going to be worth the experience. You're going to have a safe, safe um, trip. And, you know, the equipment is going to be much better. Just, just all, everything is going to be higher quality. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I can think of for like tips and stuff. Did you yep. have any funny stories or anything like that, that you thought of to share? <laughs> <laughs> just like an extra tip I can throw in there is when we went to, um, we just, I just had a destination wedding bride leave and her wedding was just so elaborate and lavish and absolutely gorgeous. But of course she needed a lot of stuff to, to make this happen. Right. So she literally had, and I'm not even kidding you, 15 pieces of luggage that she carried with her. My, uh, yeah, like she had a picture of it and she was surrounded by like all this luggage. Right. I don't even know how much it costs to get that, you know, to go, because I think like whatever airline you fly, like the more luggage that you bring, the more expensive it gets. Right. But my biggest concern when I saw the picture of that, knowing that our transfer company Lomas did not pick her up. Yet, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like the, I don't know if that vehicle that we got for you is going to hold that amount of luggage. So my tip is make sure if you're bringing that much luggage, you have a vehicle that's going to hold that much luggage. Now, thank goodness they ended up like upgrading her and she got like, you know, a huge vehicle that was able to like hold all of her luggage. But just so like the transfer company is prepared, because I know like a lot of bride and grooms or, or couples will definitely pack a lot of stuff. Make sure your vehicle is going to hold that much stuff. Oh, my word. Was it like decor and like party favors and yes they had a swim up party like uh their welcome party was a like at their swim up pool but they had like a really long swim up pool it was amazing they literally bought every bottle of jose cuervo at the at the airport duty free um any bottle that was available to them they had like all of the huge swim up floaties they had like every guest got like a huge welcome bag i mean it was anything and everything i think she like she had of course like two dresses oh my gosh it was crazy it, it was yeah. it was it was beautiful it was like she but she never she like she would have probably never said like i didn't like i i wish i would have brought this because she had everything there was nothing she would have forgotten it was it was crazy I am really interested to know how much that costs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not just I know. the items, but just to get it yeah. there. Oh my gosh! Just to get it there, right? Exactly. And Isn't then, that like, I wonder if she was able to empty enough suitcases that she could, like, put a smaller suitcase in a bigger one. Right. Yeah. Condense it on the way back. Exactly. I think that's exactly what she did. Yeah. Because oh I knew God. that she she had made a comment like, well, I don't have near as much as what I started with or whatever. So I think she did put the empty suitcases. Cause like I said, a lot of it was the party and gift and stuff like that. That yeah. would have been a fun group I bet. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fun group. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was amazing. It was like their, their reception literally, have you seen like one of those transformers that they have like at the, like they'll do it a lot in Mexico at the like night entertainment. And they like, literally they're like 10 feet tall and they're like, they'll spray like the fire extinguisher. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had literally one of those at the reception. Oh my! But God. after the, it ran out of like the fire extinguisher, like stuff, whatever that is, then they turned to tequila, and the the transformer was spraying tequila into people's mouths. Like it, it was crazy. It, it was so fun. 
I, I got the privilege to be able to go to that one. And I'm, I'm so glad I did because it, oh it was just mind blowing. Awesomeness. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our series. Wow. If anybody listening is interested in getting in touch with you or booking a consult with you, how can they reach you? Are you on social media? If you want to share all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, my, so I'm Don Kotsky with uh, Wish to Wander Travel. Um, we specialize in destination weddings, obviously. And the best and easiest way to get a hold of me is info at Wish to Wander. That's W-A-N-D-E-R travel.com or Facebook Messenger. I have a Facebook account. We have a TikTok account and we have an Instagram account and it's all under um, Wish to Wander Travel. But yeah, no. And I like the biggest thing is, and we've talked about this, is if you're going to go do a destination wedding is make sure you talk to um, a destination wedding specialist. It's a huge difference. So somebody like a travel agent that does Disney is not going to know how to do a destination wedding in Mexico. I guarantee it. So um, like that's that's the biggest piece of advice is make sure you get a, a specialist for your destination wedding. Yeah, hundred percent agree, but I think I'm a little biased as well. So <laughs> <laughs> of course we are. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being on. I think they were really good conversations that we had that I think are going to just provide a lot of insight and knowledge to everybody listening. And yeah, hopefully it was, it was as beneficial as I think it'll be for everybody. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited um, to when it comes out and, and for people to listen, it was super fun. Um, you know, like a lot of brides and a lot of couples have a lot of questions. I think this will, you know, at least get them in a good mindset um, to clear up a lot of, um, you know, questions or even how to like start the process. I think that's, that's a huge, that first step, once you get there, I think like, that's, that's the hardest part is just take that first step and, you know, get somebody to help you like guide you with the resort choices and, and how to get going with planning. So yeah, hundred percent. This is a right. lot. Thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate yeah. it. All right. We'll talk to you later. Have a great All day. Right. Thanks. You Thanks. too. Bye. Thank you again for listening to our series with Dawn as she did go over. If you are interested in working with Dawn or talking to her, you can reach her on all the social media platforms she mentioned, as well as email or her website, all of which I have linked in the episode notes. It was such a pleasure to be able to sit and talk with Dawn about all things Destination Weddings, and we really enjoyed being able to provide you guys, the listeners, with this wealth of information to hopefully make planning your Destination Wedding a little bit easier. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.